the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The Bible teaches us that God opens doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to get and do the things that we otherwise would have never got or done. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't walk through, for whatever reason that Satan convinces me and you, we'll never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for us so that we can step into all the things that God has waiting for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Genesis chapter 12. Let's start reading at verse 8. Well, verse 6. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain of Morah. And the Canaanites were, was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. I see, he responded correctly to the Lord speaking to him. He built an altar. I mean, that's, that's, that's nice and holy. He said, and he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and that place on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and placed upon the name of the Lord. Look at him, look at him doing all this right stuff. Verse nine, and Abram journey going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there for the famine was grievous in the land. Uh-oh, we already starting to see flaws in his, in, in, in his situation. Anytime a person moves based upon circumstances and situations, it demonstrates that they're willing to compromise. Anytime a person moves based upon circumstances and situations, it demonstrates they're willing to compromise. So although he's doing all this altar stuff, demonstrating the fact that he's plugged into God, he's also demonstrating that he ain't fully plugged in. We'll go on. Verse 11. And it came to pass that when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai, his wife, check it out. This Eastside Detroit version. Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Or another way of looking at it, she fine. Fine in a mug. At least Abram she is. It says, therefore, it shall come to pass that when the Egyptians shall see thee, 
that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. He said, you so fine, they'll kill me over you. Say, I pray thee that thou art my sister. Say, I pray thee that thou art my sister. He said, lie. This is what I need you to do. I need you to lie to the people of Egypt for me. Now, hold up. What about that altar you built over here? And what about all these words of God that you received? And what about all this that God's going to be with you and he's going to do all these awesome things for you and through you? But even people of God can find themselves doing things that they ought not do. Conducting themselves in ways they ought not conduct themselves. Forgetting all about the fact that they are chosen people. Are you listening to me? And start acting just like the rest of the world. That happens even in the midst of some relationships. Where folk act like the world all up in the midst of relationship and they can do stuff to you. They can ask you to do things that just aren't right. They can conduct themselves in ways that are totally ungodly. Even people of God chosen by God. He says, say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake. <laughs> that it would be well for me for your sake. Or another way of looking at it, it's going to cost you that everything's okay with me. And my soul shall live because of thee. Stop for a second. <laughs> I don't know. We read through the Bible kind of fast. You know, you don't mind if I slow this one down for a minute. Ladies now say, hey, hey. you got to see what homie had just asked. He said, look, when we get ready to go up in this city, he just stopped, put a pause button on everything. He said, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, you know you fine. She like, mm-hmm. He said, you know you mine. He, she said, mm-hmm. He said, you know you're going to be mine throughout all time, right? He said, mm-hmm. Well, since we know that, we about to go into Egypt, and you know you fine, baby. Whoa, you're fine. And they're going to see how fine you are. So this, I, need, I just need you to do something for me, baby. That's all I need you to do. Just do just one thing for me. When we get up in Egypt, if anybody asks who you are, don't tell them you're my wife. I'm going to take my ring off. Oh, wait a minute. I start hearing oohs and uh-uhs already. <laughs> I'm going to take my ring off. I'm going to like, put it in there. Leave my hand out so it can retain. For my case, no, I'm talking about him. For me, Re Brown, praise God. <laughs> That's the problem. Amen. And, and I also need you to take your ring off, too. I need you to take your ring off. And when any of these guys up here in there ask you, are you my wife? Tell them, no, you my sister. This, 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 this wild now. Because he asking her. I'm putting her in a position. It's all jacked up. He's already starting to distance himself from her. Even before they even step into the midst of the situation. They're already starting to cause like a, a division and a separation to occur just by his actions. Hey, I need you to do something crazy like this. Then let's see if it stops there. And then, what verse was that? 13. He says, and then verse 14, and it came to pass that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair, just like he saw. And the princes also of Pharaoh saw her, even the princes saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh, went and told her, Pharaoh, there's a woman up in Egypt right now that's fine in a mug, finer than dental floss. <laughs> Back in Detroit, I used to say fine as roach here, praise God. But in San Antonio, the roaches look like Volkswagen. <laughs> Praise God. So I can't use that one. Praise God. <laughs> hey, about that thick, looking all prehistoric and stuff, you know. 
<laughs> Amen. They look like they use Rogaine. Praise God. <laughs> and commended her before Pharaoh. And, the, and watch this now. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Everybody said, uh-oh. That, she, that now, as a result of that, she done got snatched up and taken into somebody else's house. Now, we ain't talking about on no tour to see how nice the house is. We're not talking about, here, let me show you my rooms and the beautiful furniture. He taking her up in there to put make her part of the harem. Ladies in the house, hey, hey, hey. You, let's say you got a husband. Some of y'all like, that's faith. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the ones that's married. That's what I'm Some of them like, that's faith. Say you got a husband. And he put you out all wrong. Pull his ring off, have you pull your ring off, separate, put, cause a little distance to occur between you and him so that he can benefit for your sake, that at your expense that he gets over, that it costs you, but makes him better, that he, everything's all right with him. You know, you ever notice that, that whenever something's wrong between the two of you, it always seems like they getting over when we the one losing. Anybody ever notice that? And so, and then, and then after that, you make it in the city, and they come and snatch you up. They say, ooh, you fine. So the whole thing went down. They're like, you fine, baby. They're like, so um, you with him? No. So he kind of close to you. Who, who is he then? He's your brother. Oh, well, then that means it ain't no problem with you coming with me then. Now, you'd have thought the husband would have stood up by then and said, hold up. No, I ain't playing for all this. It's time for me to put up my fist. You can't have my wife. That's just ungodly. That's just not correct. I've been put here by God as a protector. I'm going to make sure I don't know what happened to my wife. You think he'd step up and do the right thing, especially after all them altars he built and all that other kind of stuff. But No. She say, let's say she was taken and put in the Pharaoh's house. Let me, let me paint the rest of the picture for you. When they would take them to the Pharaoh's house, they would take them to the eunuch. And the eunuch would then begin to start preparing them to be able to go to bed with the Pharaoh. He would go to cut her hair the way he like his hair is cut. Her style wouldn't be her style no more. Now he's about to change her very look. He, he would cause her, I don't care what perfume she liked, if she had any. I don't care what performance you like. He put it on the one that he liked. Dress her the way he wanted to dress her, which means change her, uh, her entire look. And so, which has the opportunity to, in essence, cause it to look like it's going to change the person from being who they were to the person whom the situation now dictates. Change the person from who they were to the person that the situation now dictates. But in that midst of that situation... Although the situation has changed, although the situation's all jacked up, she can't change. She has to still remain in faith in God, in love with God, and how about this? In forgiveness with this fool that put her out there like that. Amen. This, this, I'm, just, I ain't, I'm not finished painting the picture. Along with that, Prince took her into the house. And in verse 16, and he entreated Abraham well for her sake. Entreated Abraham. See, y'all don't talk like that. How about this? He paid her. He paid him for her. Now, you got to understand, stuff like this will happen before they would take the slave away. Because the transaction isn't complete until the payment is made. So they don't, so you got to slow the Bible down. 
So what they do, would do is that they would say, they would work out a negotiation right then. Well, hey, man, let's say that, that he was the husband. He said, hey, man, I kind of like, you know, I want, I want your sister. And so I'm going to do right. See, they thinking they're doing right. I'm going to do right because there were dowries attached to everything. I'm doing right, so I'm going to pay you for her. I'm going to give you, the list says, asses. He gave him sheep. Gave him all kind of stuff. I mean, made him rich. And that means that she has to stand there and watch him get over and look like his situation is getting better and better and better because he jammed her. Come on, I don't know if I'm doing a good job painting this picture. Where it's got to look, come on now. Some of y'all, how about this? Some of y'all done seen friends. Your friend that been over your house crying. Your friend has been over your house all jacked up. Or your friend has been trapped in their house because they can't come out. Because of the fact that they spouse or somebody else done jammed them. They driving around in a new car while, they, while your friend got the hoopty because their money all messed up. Whereas your friend can't buy anything on credit now because the credit's all messed up because the other spouse messed it up. Whereas the other spouse now got new clothes, living in a new place. Come on up in here. Looking like everything's just getting better and better in the midst of their life while your stuff is getting worse and worse. Your emotions is gone. Your head is gone. You're hurting. You're, you're getting angry. Even sliding into being mad. Just crazy. Foaming at the mouth. Hey, man. So she watching him get towed off. Getting paid. I went east side. Getting paid at the time. For this, and she's sitting there thinking, like, any minute now, I know he's gonna say something. Any minute now, I know he's gonna call off the deal. He's gonna be like, hold up, no, for real, this is my wife. So it's like some of y'all thinking, like, any minute now, they're gonna come back to their mind and realize I'm their friend, I'm their daughter, I'm their wife, I'm their husband. They're gonna quit tripping. Although it looked like they're getting over, and I'm getting, I'm about to be sold off into the slavery. Something got to happen here. Turn to Genesis chapter 12. It says in verse 16, and he entreated Abraham well for their sake. And he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. I mean, they told him all for real. And the Lord, but, but, and then in essence took her away. Now she's there. Y'all got to understand this. She's sitting in the harem now. I mean, because, you know, the Bible doesn't speak every single point down the line, but you got to fill in the gaps. She's sitting in the harem. Because <laughs> she in the Pharaoh's house now. Clothes probably changed. Haircut changed. Every opportunity for her attitude to be changed. Sitting there upset. Because y'all don't want to work with me on this. Can, you know, if I bring it a little bit closer, ladies in the house say, hey, now you're going to be forced to lay down with somebody you don't even know, much less like when you already got a husband. Which means that it's not talking about anything in relationship to where love and, and all that kind of stuff. No, this is going to be rape that's about to occur to you. And he done set you up to be raped. And he got paid for it. And he's sitting around with maid servants and, and men servants and she asses. And, and you sitting around thinking, no, I, 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 I know about the asses. Y'all don't mind if I teach, do you? She got it. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I happen to believe that most of the body of Christ at this time would be upset. I happen to think most of the body of Christ right now would have forgot all about the altars they set up someplace else. Much less the call that God had on their life. 
And the only thing they're thinking about is strife. And bitterness is forming on the inside of them, bubbling out and coming out of their mouth. That low down, that, that dog, that low down, that, 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 no. And I, and I, and I shouldn't have never married him in the first place. I knew it was a mistake. You know, we'd be always, anytime something go on, all of a sudden now, well, I knew it was a mistake. You know, God was trying to show me before. Well, if God was trying to show you before, why didn't you do something then? Once you said I do, you need to shut that stuff up and go and understand that that's your partner. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We need to just cut all that out. All that, well, I don't know whether that was really, well, if that really wasn't my partner and if I married outside of the will of God, is that still my husband? Is that still my wife? Yeah. <laughs> With an exclamation point. <laughs> Especially if you went ahead and consummated afterwards. Consummated as in y'all had a honeymoon night. Do I need to, y'all looking at me in the crate. Do I need to explain anymore? I'll go biology one-on-one if you need me to. That right there sealed the covenant because the blood was supposed to be shed. I say it's supposed to be. We're in the modern days, praise God. I'll leave, the leave that alone. But anyway, it's supposed to seal the covenant right there. Which means that you in covenant now whether or not you want it to be or not. So because of that, you have set up a non uh, uncommitted, excuse me, uh, unrestricted commitment to the other person. Which means that even when they're crazy, you're still going to be right. Even when they're doing you wrong, you're still going to be right. Even when they jam you, you're still going to be right. Can we talk? She's sitting up in there having, having opportunity to like be thinking just as negative of him as she probably, I never want to see that fool again another day in my life. And if I do see him, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to hurt him. Come on now. You know how y'all be thinking? Riding down the street sometime, practicing with the window down. Folk think you praying in the spirit while you're driving, but you practicing what you're going to say to them if you ever see them again. Or if they call you back what I should have said when they called me the last time or what I'm going to say this time. Let's see if she did that. It says, what verse I leave off on? Oh, it's getting weaker and weaker. Praise God. Folks, I don't even want to follow no more. <laughs> he treated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen. Well, we did that. 17. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Look what he did. The Lord began to start causing problems to happen all up in Pharaoh's house because of, notice what the scriptures say, Sarah, Abraham's wife. Now, the original call came with Abraham. Abram here. And Sarah is included. But here, the plague is coming to Pharaoh's house because of Sarah. Not because of Abram, but because of Sarah. Why is that? Because God sees you who've been jammed. God sees you who've been mistreated. God sees you, and as long as you keep your attitude right, as long as you don't allow bitterness and strife to enter into you, and as long as you don't get all caught up in the moment of what's happening to you and just responding to the situation and circumstance, and you stand strong on your faith and your trust in God and don't let that stuff form up on the inside of you, God will come in and change your circumstance and situation. He began to start uh, plaguing Pharaoh in the midst of their house. It says in verse 18, and, and Pharaoh called Abraham and said, what is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why saidest thou she is not my sister? Taking him through 20 questions. Man, why you do this to me? 
My house getting all jacked up. I'm all plagued. I'm all messed up because of this, your wife all up in the middle of here. Don't y'all think that just because you see them driving their new cars or, or acting like they having fun and they enjoying life without you, don't, don't, don't you think for half a second that that's what's really going on? And even if they have hooked up with somebody else, don't you think that that person is having a good time either? Amen, because remember who you married, praise God. Amen. Or who you was in family with. <laughs> Why sayest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to, to, to meet a wife? Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. He restored the situation. Gave his wife back to her. And what's this now? Pharaoh also commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. I mean, sent him away and gave him some stuff too. But watch this now. That's the restoration that God wants to put together. But how about this? Ladies in the house say, hey. What if you were Sarah? What if he played you like that? What if he sent you, are you feeling me? What if he sent you out there and you but seconds away from this other man's bed that you ain't even supposed to be in? How about that? And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, and that's a preacher back there. Y'all don't know. <laughs> she in training, praise God. <laughs> that's what he just pops out of her from time to time. <laughs> I love it, though, because she's going to throw power later on. I know what she's going to be throwing later on. You just keep plugged in, baby. Just keep listening and learning. You <laughs> And don't let stuff happen in case Jim send you off to be with Pharaoh. Praise God. No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> baby, baby. Ladies, let's get back. Ladies in the house, say, hey, what if that was you? And he'd have played you like this. And it took God to intervene to keep you from getting jacked any worse than you was already jacked. But now you've been put back with him. <laughs> oh, see, y'all, can, y'all preaching this message for me already. I don't even have to go there, uh, but I'm going to go there anyway. How loving might you be around him still? How loving might you be around him still? And when he get ready to ease up in your bed, after he done almost had you in Pharaoh's bed? How many people, come on ladies, how many of y'all gonna let him all nudge all up and like do all the little husband stuff that he was doing prior to that? Ladies in the house that would be quick to do it, raise your hands right now. Brothers, look around, not a hand up in the house. (laughs) And these are the ones with the new covenant. (laughs) These are the ones that got the love of God residing on their side. Not nary hand when a day like. You got to be kidding. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you've seen that it's true, that there really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do, that is, walk through the doors that he has opened for me and you, and that we walk through into the awesome things that are awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, if your New Year's resolution is to draw closer to God, there's something that I invite all of you sisters out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of word of faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple scissors with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the Brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.